Welcome to episode 3 of The Children of the Stag, a Dragon Age RPG set in the world of Thedas and played using the Fate Core system. Thanks for joining us again. Hello everyone, a bit of an explanation before we get going. We had some technical issues on our last session and sadly lost the recording. Uh, going forward, we're going to get some more backups going and the lovely Becca has spearheaded us putting together a written record of what happened. So just to recap of what happened previously, in our first session, the group performed on the day of the Festival of the Saturnalia. Exploring the city in the morning, Morea, Lenara and Allegra got up to mischief in Hightown, while Gigi shopped at a nearby Sartorial Emporium. She also oversaw an interesting exchange between two men of equally enthusiastic faith. Silva was busy as usual preparing for work, meeting with her supplier Martin Gale at the docks and running into an interesting young lady who asked a number of impertinent questions. They then attended the Saturnalia Festival in the evening, meeting a number of interesting people and watching some first-rate animator dramatics before an attack by various demonic forces was suddenly unleashed on the crowd. Soundly and swiftly beating them, the group protected their fellow festival-goers, but there was more afoot than they thought as they discovered the body of Silver's colleague Arakun and learned of a further four deaths around the city of Kirkwall. So our lost last session followed the party as they found themselves embroiled in an investigation into the Saturnalia murders. The first victim, who they saw with their own eyes, was Arakun. The second, a young Hightown lady that they'd uh, met earlier that day, Camilla Vetri. The Chantry member Gigi had spotted was found in the docks. A Templar was killed in the gallows, and a Dalish elf was found dead in a side street in Darktown. During their interview with the city guard, Guard Captain Aveline Vallon asked for their aid in investigating the deaths, hinting that they could perhaps use methods that a city official would be unable to employ. We pick up following the party's investigation of the docks, Darktown and the gallows, and instead of me breezily telling you what happened, we're going to take this opportunity to have a nice in-game gossip about what happened in the first part of the day over what I am sure will be a nice cup of calming tea, and we can go ahead and plan their next moves. So, without further ado, let's get started with episode 3, Hanging in the Balance. It's been a long and tiring day thus far, and as you finish talking about your next steps, the room falls into an expectant silence. No one truly ready to spring into immediate action. The only sound comes from a large clock ticking authoritatively on the wall above the desk, until a sharp knock at the door breaks your contemplation. A familiar face appears from behind the door. Gigi, you'll never guess. Oh, hello all. I uh, didn't expect to see you here. Bridget's countenance somewhat clouds over and she straightens up. Does Gigi still look completely crazy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where we left her. Yes. <laughs> it's been about two minutes since we okay, left Okay, so she's guys. just like, 
white, big eyes. She probably looks like she's discovered the meaning of life or something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> uh, Bridget <laughs> does look very taken aback by the entire scene. Um, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's very strange to be sat around in somebody's bedchamber. I mean, not not that I. Oh, oh, maker. <laughs> <laughs> you do house calls often, Bridget. <laughs> she blushes a violent scarlet and um, fiddles with her cuffs. Uh, what are you all doing here? Um. <laughs> What we always do. Get up to no good. Oh. Well, um, perhaps we should go somewhere less private. Um, get some fresh air. Uh, does anyone know a respectable place to talk over a drink? I mean, I hear there's oh, a delightful tea shop know. near the High Town Market. I look over that to Maria. Yeah, just follow us, we'll take you there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. I um, don't really trust you to bring us somewhere respectable, but okay. <laughs> I mean, we haven't been in Kirkwall for very long, Gigi, so maybe we should trust them this once. Hey, look, I've been in this town long enough to figure out the best places to go when you want to chat and some good, good drink. Bridget nods, clearly taken in by this. So I promise you both it's entirely respectable. Okay. We'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bridget has a strange, like, respect and trust from Lenara. <laughs> <laughs> mm, is there anything... Maybe if we can... I don't know. If we can get one of the back rooms, then I won't worry about taking some of this mapping. That's uh, what I was just about to ask. Is there anything that we should bring with us? I, for one, would like to discuss this further and kind of hash it out all over again. I'm sure my head's completely crowned it yet. That sounds like a good idea, actually. So what are we going to take with us? And what are we going to, like, I feel like I should hide what we leave behind, just in case. It's probably a good idea. Do you have some kind of, I don't know, um, leather case or folder or something that we can put things in to bring with us? I have a trunk full of dresses. I imagine that Gigi would have things under the dresses. A large number of portfolios and binders and fancy yes, leather kind of study things that aren't necessarily filled with much <clears throat> research currently. They're like things that you know she's started the book for one particular subject, hasn't then really done that much work on the subject, but the first two pages are really neat. Yeah. A stationary addict. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any other books that Gigi had sort of pointed out in particular that were referring to what we were talking about? Or books, papers? Um, Gigi, could you please roll scholarship for me? Uh, three! No, two. Okay, you haven't... Well, I haven't added anything on, though. Yeah, you know, oh, alright. Um, 
Oh, that's a that's a six. That would be helpful. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> so that makes a big difference. <laughs> um, you have a large number of books on Tavinta architecture, um, Tavinta kind of town planning, uh, Tavinta magic. Um, not that you particularly understand the the latter, but um, you can take them along with you. Um, there's probably nothing that's particularly helpful in the room already but Lenara if you'd like to roll law for me mm. and that's going to be at a minus one that's fair <laughs> um. oh gosh uh, three okay um, there is one book that captures your eye on the shelf um, which mentions something about um, the language of magic. You don't know Gigi, that you'll be able about... to oh, puzzle that much out <laughs> about it, but pr- maybe with Gigi's help. Uh, Gigi, do you mind if um, we bring that book with us? I'm just going to point to it. Um, how clean is it where we're going? I just pick it up confidently. <laughs> <laughs> it's clean enough. I borrowed that from the library. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know how to look after stuff. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. I promise you it's the highest clientele of Kirkwall. Bridget fusses with her hair in the mirror at the sound, the, the mention of that. I think Gigi's wised up to you guys a bit more than Bridget has. <laughs> <laughs> but she has spent more time with you, so... Also, I mean, if you spent any time in Kirkwall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bridget's fresh off the boat. <laughs> okay, are you heading out then? Yeah. Yes. Where Where are we going? We passed the little t- tea shop in Hightown. <laughs> There's some people going in there we don't like the look of. <laughs> we haven't passed it, we've not been in Hightown. <laughs> they take you on a very long trip. <laughs> around Kirkwall, pointing out sights (laughs) and their favourite haunts. Uh, Gigi, obviously you point out to Bridget everything that you know about Kirkwall uh, history, (laughs) architecture, uh, art and uh, culture, and uh, she nods sagely along with you. Clearly for (laughs) once, knowing that you are the expert in this field. and eventually, after spinning around Hightown a few times, Morea and Allegra look a little upset, bemused, you know, they sigh heavily and clearly decide against all of the establishments that are in this area. They are just not good enough. <laughs> we can do one better than this. Oh yeah, definitely. I think you're thinking the same as I am. Down the hill? Yes. Down. <laughs> so you. It's been too long since I saw Corf. <sighs> head down the hill, and descend. The uh, the temperature rising, the smell also rising, oh. uh, into slightly more familiar streets for most of you. And um, as you walk into the centre of Lowtown, you are greeted by the familiar sight of the Hanged Man Tavern. I said it had to be clean. The cleanest. 
The cleanest in Lowtown, at least. Yes, clean by comparison. Gigi, I promise that nothing will happen to your books. Well, if something does, you're paying the fine. Okay, well, I suppose that's fair. that we can learn more about Kirkwall culture in here. Exactly. <laughs> it's important to get a good taste of the people. Just hold on to my arm, Gigi. I'm sure you'll be absolutely fine. I'll take care of you. All right. So you make your way into the Hanged Man. Weathering all time and tide in Kirkwall, the Hanged Man sits right in the heart of Lowtown District. The warm, dim light obscures a multitude of historical stains, but the character of the establishment is still evident in the perpetual smell of stale beer. But what it lacks in cleanliness, it makes up for in atmosphere. Always a place of camaraderie, conversation, and, on occasion, healthy conflict. The tavern is regularly frequented by uh, all manner of residents and travellers. A number of patrons have almost become part of the woodwork, others simply breezing through for information, gossip, and a decent drink. You recognise a number of the faces around the room. Cohen is sat on a central table, propping up a tilting Gerald Winterman, who is clearly in the middle of a long story. His wild gesticulation is drawing glances from others nearby, but uh, Cohen is smiling, clearly amused. Martin Gale is leant up against the bar in what you, Morea, have come to recognise as his signature stance, hand on a supporting beam, one foot up on the skirting of the bar front, and he's chatting jovially with Corf. Nora, the barmaid, is busy serving tables with what you can only assume is food, expertly <laughs> dodging spilled drinks and the occasional flailing limb. <laughs> As you walk through the entranceway, a uh, slight elf hurries up to your party, her green eyes wide and her cheeks flushed, whether from excitement or for the hundreds of layers of brightly coloured woollen uh, items she wears, you're unsure. Oh, I'm so sorry to bother. Oh gosh, uh, this is so <laughs> awkward. I just... I saw you come in, and I had to come and say hi, and oh goodness, <laughs> I shouldn't have done this. Um, sorry. Uh, there's no need to apologise. Um, who are you? She's ignoring everyone and looking entirely at Silver. <laughs> Did you... I, I... <laughs> Did you want something? I just, well, I mean, I, I, you probably don't remember. I was um, at a few of your talks um, when you were down at the docks, and um, I just oh, really, I really <laughs> liked what you were saying. And my friend and I are shipping out in a few days, and I just wanted to say like a, a really big thank you for everything that you've done for me and for other people. Like, I didn't feel like I had a place in the world um and uh you know it's it's difficult being an elf in kirkwall and well i'm just i'm really excited you uh, everyone has a place among the coon you're always welcome with us 
And I can't Why wait to see. Oh, she really is. She really is. I mean, I'm so excited to see Parvalen. And, um, well, I've always been, like, really excited about... Oh, I know it's gonna, it's gonna sound really, really sad. A lot of people have said that it's, it's kind of weird for an elf to be interested in, like, local planning. <laughs> but, like, I've always wanted to work in, like, the Viscount's Keep. But, I mean, it's not something that we're particularly encouraged to do. And, um, you know, it's... It's fascinating, and I just want to have the same jobs as everyone else, and I feel like I've got a new beginning here. Oh, anyone's free to do anything they like. You don't need to go joining crazy cults to do it. I mean... Uh, Maria, I would have to disagree with you there, but um, the uh, <laughs> spirit of your statement is admirable. We are no more a cult than any other religion that's practiced here. Most of them that I come across don't involve quite so much brainwashing, I found. We do not brainwash, we simply share our ideals. Share, enforce, I mean, depends how you look at it. I mean, I haven't had anything enforced on me and I'm really excited and I'm just, thank you so much. I've been collecting all of these knitted items and I'm so excited and you're just really talented. I just resort to glowering. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like I've maybe made people feel a bit awkward, and I really didn't want to do that. And, um, but just thank you for everything. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now. I should probably get back to the, the alienage, but, um, I might see you soon. And thank you so much. And she runs off. <laughs> I'm mostly at Silver, but okay. Silver glowers back. <laughs> She well, does not appreciate the term cult. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are many things I don't appreciate either. I just walk away. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna follow Maria. <laughs> Korf is currently polishing glasses and talking with Martin. Martin was the dark guy, yes? Yes. <laughs> Martin Gale, your friend and compatriot in docking. <laughs> I'm good with names. <laughs> and then I had to chuck him out, and it was all a bit awkward, but, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, hey, Maria. Hi, friend. We're looking for a round and a table if there's one generally clean. Um, Korf kind of cranes his head over the bar um, and looks around the room. It's quite busy this evening. Um, I, uh, well, we've got one in the back, but um, not many people have been wanting to take it because, um, well, the, you know, a couple of the, the performers that were there the other day, um, well, they're back there at the moment and um, you know what that's like. Uh, well, they wanted to be renowned, and now they certainly are, but I don't know certainly if it's... one way to do it. <laughs> I don't know, one of the quieter rooms might be more ideal for what we're looking for. Well, yeah, feel free. Um, if you want any drinks, then let me know. Just bring a jug. Of? Of your finest. Specific you know. as ever, Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> Martin is currently laughing. 
<laughs> the best grog you have that, you know, is reasonable price. <laughs> of course. Um, coming right up. Corf kind of hurries off. Do you think those performers being there is gonna cause any kind of issue? I can only think they might have something to say. Maybe as well. It depends which performers they are. What he was saying, I assumed they were the ones. Well, well, yes. I mean, the ones at the. <laughs> I mean, which of the group? Not oh. presumably the one that we've been trying to find all day. Hmm. Leora, yes. Yeah, that would be very convenient. A bit too convenient, I would think. Knowing our luck. Um, Martin at this point leans forward to you, Maria. Um, if you got a spare moment at any point, um, just let me know, because, um, I have something interesting to talk to you about. I'll make sure to make some time. But yeah, spit on the hush-hush. We'll need to come and get another round at some point. This is true. If I know you, Maria, it won't just be the two rounds. I'm sure I'll see you quite often this evening. Sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gigi's dying in that <laughs> I just tip a nod to Martin and point the others at the back room. Let's be honest, Gigi probably is like making a big deal of coughing and everything. Like, oh, this atmosphere! <laughs> Too bad. Ah. <laughs> um, you head through the hanged man. Um, there's lots of people in your way. Um, it is quite busy this evening, um, and they all seem to be crowding around the table that Cohen and Gerald are at. But as you make your way into the back room, um, the the speech gets somewhat muffled. Um, it is quite a bit quieter back here. And as you sit down, Corf comes up and uh, puts out a number of. Um, flagons of what looks like grog and smells like grog, but you can never be sure. <laughs> Close enough. Um, in the corner of the room sits Wickham and the dwarven girl Durka, who you recognise from the play out during the Saturnalia. It's only the two of them, and they're sat quietly in the corner of the room. Interesting, yeah, the two we didn't... Well, Lenara didn't drop them. <laughs> well, I mean, if they weren't going to tell Aveline, they probably won't tell us. I suppose they might... It's worth talking to them anyway. They might know where the is. Possible things that didn't stand out to them before, might if they... Good know a bit more. So could you please tell me what is going on? There's been shifty glances, and who's this Kunari person? I wish I knew. <laughs> oh no, wait, we've met. I wish I didn't Sorry. know you. <laughs> <laughs> um, clearly, you made a real impression. Um, what was your name again? Silver. Pleasure. <laughs> Silver just sort of glares back, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> It's, um, 
rather a lot is going on. I make a show of just sort of sweeping the table before putting Gigi's book on it. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if you do want a full explanation, um, the best place to start would be this morning at the Viscount's Keep. You know what happened before that, the... Yes, and then you all disappeared, and then suddenly left, and I was stood there talking to this extremely droll guard who had nothing to say for himself. He'd all waltzed off, and what's even the point? When um, we disappeared, as you put it, um, the guard captain actually asked us to investigate on behalf of the guard. And you didn't come and ask me. Goodness, I miss all the best things around here. First you go off and slay some sort of Dalish demon while I'm snoozing. And now this. Frankly, guys, I feel... Would you have wanted to be killing a Dalish god? Excuse me, I am a scholar of ancient elven artefacts. You wouldn't have wanted to kill a Dalish god, Bridget. You would just want to have been asked... This is true. Okay, <laughs> you know me so well, TG. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel better, I'm not sure he's really dead. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll oh, get yeah. him. Uh, I, maybe we should talk about this later. <laughs> that might be a good idea. So oh anyway, God, loads of people dead. You were asked <laughs> to look into it. What did you find? Well, we had official words from... Not the Viscount's office, the guard's office herself, um, which are of course not official, and we're not working with them in any capacity. Not that they do any work. Ooh. Uh, we... But we are investigating the murders in a way that they can't, and we okay, so you're breaking up just about every lead there was. We started off by going to the docks. Um, Gigi had seen a. A man arguing with with someone and um, someone that had died the day before, and we also heard that one of the performers potentially living around there, so it seemed like a good place. Wait, that chantry guy, the one who was standing around the docks yelling at people. Yes, that's, that's the one. Oh, well, I was wondering why he wasn't there. Oh goodness. Yeah, turns out he's dead. Well, you know, at least he's with the maker now. Next to where he's usually preaching, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, rather than the fact that the uh, guards would rather stand around the body than actually move it out the street. I mean, it seems like nobody does much cleaning in Kirkwall anyway. And she kind of runs her finger across the table. (laughs) (sighs) I don't think Kirkwall knows what clean is. Well, you have a rather particular idea about the Queen, both of you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you've seen the preacher down on the docks before, maybe you've seen uh, someone apparently fairly often arguing with him. We found out his name is Pete. (laughs) Is he the one with the big beard? He's the drunk one. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, him. <laughs> That's quite charming, though. <laughs> if you could get over the smell. In a kind of mad way. You just way. have to learn to steal yourself. 
you know, find your focus. All of he was that. quite literally stewing in a bucket of alcohol fumes. I don't know whether there was alcohol in it. And from judging by the smell, I would assume it was. Unless it's just him and he's fermented enough. <laughs> I was quite lucky. It's very plausible. <laughs> well, anyway, this this person um, we discovered. Fires Pete. Yes, Fires Pete. Um, he argued with that Chantry brother every single day, uh, and I don't think he had much to offer, really, apart from that he saw him heading off. What did he say a direction? He said he was walking towards the... Dark Town, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Dark Town, of course. yeah. Don't tell me he went to Dark Town. Well, he did. Apparently there's some kind of new chapel thing that they've set up down there. Oh, that's really interesting. So they're doing, like, charitable work down there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. Seems like charity work, but... Losing tranquils. Yeah, apart from that's losing true. the defenceless... That was something they used to keep for themselves. The brother down in the clinic in Darktown both told us something about in the past couple of months, Tranquil have been disappearing from that clinic. What could someone possibly want with Tranquil? I don't know, but that's the first sign that we had that uh, something a bit deeper was going on. Although Lenara did have a a theory. Yes, and. A couple of people that we talked to in, in the course of um, looking at the, the sites of the murders and talking to the Chantry brothers and sisters, they mentioned blood mages, and if, if Tranquil are going missing, then it's it seems only logical to me that they're being taken as conveniently docile sacrifices. That's dark. That's a place Just your mind went to? Okay. Yes, that is the place my mind went to. Your mind would go there too if you had grown up into winter. Point taken, point taken. She looks awkward and shuffles slightly away from Lenara. Good, the desired effect. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tranquil are going missing. It's probably blood mages. Are the blood mages killing people? That I mean, tends to be what blood mages do. Sort of witnesses who saw either shadowy figures or people they thought they knew as blood mages. Okay. Definitely at Darktown and the Gallows there were witnesses. Well, then they're clearly not very smart blood mages, aren't they? Well, you could say that. Rule 101 of murdering people you don't get seen. I mean, not that I'd know. <laughs> I mean, one <laughs> of, of the giveaways not. that it was something magical was the fact there wasn't actually anything obvious that had killed the bodies, except a couple of them, when we look closer, were drained of blood. That it does do kind it. of tie in with blood mages. Yes. <laughs> it would make the most sense. Each area that we went to as well, there was kind of a horrible magical aura to it. And the most the most I got from it was that the one the one in the gallows, but they were all very much the same in, in Darktown and at the docks and something kind of impatient and yearning and a kind of horrible presence and each time my mouth filled with which kind of backs up that whole blood mages theory okay 
Um, that sounds unpleasant. I'm really sorry you had to go through that. Thank you. Um, it didn't sound particularly good to us. The one witness that we had in the gallows apparently saw this shadowy figure that he also assumed was a blood mage um, disappearing towards what we think might have been the sewer system. Which means we could have a trip in the future. Oh, yay. <laughs> we know you'd love to come along. Um, yes. <laughs> I hope you brought some old clothes with you, Bridget. I'd like to be asked. Hmm. Um, have you been and talked to that that girl who was murdered up in height? Well, you couldn't talk to her. I mean, <laughs> have, have you talked yeah, to her no. family? Not yet. By the time we got finished last night, it was rather um late. Yes, late in the day. We so they might not appreciate. That our, was why we went back to group Gigi's showing room. up. I hear she was frightful. What, did you me? <laughs> no! The girl who was murdered in Hightown. Goodness, keep up with the gossip, guys. <laughs> We're rather out of the loop down here. I mean, you seem to know an awful lot. Of the gossip or about... gathering does. <laughs> so, what are all these maps about, then? I mean, I saw honest, a, that... a crazy kind of cork board full of string... And drawings. <laughs> the um, best person yeah. to ask that is uh, Gigi needs to explain this. I don't know why you're so suspicious, Bridget. All my revision always looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was suspicious then. I'm sorry, Gigi. It's always been weird. <laughs> <sighs> yes, well... It's a big conspiracy, basically. I think. Okay. <laughs> I mean, really, you should have seen her in Darktown. It was it was a moment when she maps on the floor, theorizing everything. No it wonder was you're sniffing. You don't get down on the floor in Darktown. <laughs> I do think that's what's made me ill. That and this place as well. <laughs> but Richard's face has gone a bit white. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you know, Bridget, about the Tavinta sort of layout in the city? That makes sense. Gigi, you know I always listen to you um, with with great interest and enthusiasm, um, and to that end, nothing. <laughs> 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 the truth's coming out today. But please tell me. Not sure if I should, seeing as you'll forget it. Oh, you know me. I'm such a. Uh, I'm so silly sometimes. Um, it all falls out of my head if I'm revising Elven history. <laughs> please don't keep the poor girl waiting. <laughs> well, Kirkwall is laid out to the roads form Tavine runes. Oh. Yes. And where each of these murders is on one of those roads forming 
these runes. What do runes do? They're just not good. <laughs> they might be magical of... spells. Or at least part of a language that builds up spells, I believe. Yes. I've seen these artifacts that help uh, build up power. It's certainly not unheard of. No. Oh, so this is why you brought the book about magical languages. Yes, yes. It all comes together. I was wondering what the light reading was about. <laughs> just passing the time. Well, I had just brought it here as bedtime reading. We're not going to sleep here, Bed are we? <laughs> no, I, I just mean to Kirkwall. <laughs> oh, okay. Not to here. I'm not staying here for the night. Their <laughs> house was bad enough. Aww. Oh, you were such a lovely house guest, would you? <laughs> <sighs> oh, thank you. I just need a big little of small whatever it is that we have on the table. <laughs> You're oh, not quite that. sure. I feel like that's now going to be the the thing to order. Like a a pint of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one. She drinks swill as long as it's alcoholic. Hey. <laughs> I'm taking that as Lily agreeing. Oh, Lily. She's molting everywhere. It's up my nose. Aw. <laughs> said that I thought there was a conspiracy that maybe went all the way to the top. <laughs> but then I said, no, it's Kirkwall. It's probably more the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the real shades were in session one. <laughs> no, they just keep growing. <laughs> they just get better and better. Knowing that hole, it's probably more in the sewers than at the top. Um, well, that brings us to the other part. <laughs> yeah. Which is... Here we go. Perfect. Very related. There was a Templar who was also going to be looking into the Blood Mages who was talking about taking a focus group into the sewers. Focus group is one word for it. <laughs> mm. Well, to, the Templars uh, are here to protect us, aren't they? They would be good to go and do that. If there's I mages running around. Silver snorts in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's why they were asking our help. Damn it, Silver, stop agreeing with him. <laughs> <laughs> it happens once every blue moon. <laughs> Is the moon blue where you come from? <laughs> and neither of the moons is blue, Bridget. Oh, okay. And everyone sees the same moon. Well, you never know. Well. <laughs> for, for being so well-educated, you are lacking in certain areas. I'm sorry, I just have a healthy curiosity for all manner matters and well you're new to the area Bridget yes. and Gigi but there are definitely stories around here of the time when the guard captain herself was quite well acquainted with all parts of Kirkwall we were planning on asking her if she knew might know anything about the way into the sewers all tying into the well Gigi's research finding out some sort of planned layout behind the sewers, there must be a way in, and that's where we, they, the Templars, think the blood mages are hiding. So you're going to go down there, then? 
some point, I suppose well, we, we must. We've been asked, and, and we are here to help. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Do you don't want to come along? You're not going to, are you? Well, do like the idea of discovering more about these ruins and the architecture and the layout, but I don't like the idea of sewers. How can you learn without investigating it yourself? You're the only one who knows the ruins you'd have to go. I mean, I suppose if you're going, I can probably come too, but... Just to make sure you're okay, you understand. I think I have to go. I have to find some cheap shoes. <laughs> Bridget shudders. <laughs> Before we uh, venture into the sewers, though, we should probably go and talk to the family of that girl from Hightown. Yeah, that is the last thread that we haven't investigated up top. And I would... That's the one last question that we have, which, I don't know, it's looking less and less like it has anything to do with the murders, but maybe the shades, um, is that potion Lenaro was looking at from the the stage show? Yes, I think they were, um, Aveline said that the circle sounding. That's right, the Grand Enchanter had been given the potion, he was gonna look into it, see if it was magical, could have caused something. All we have to do on that front really is wait. Um, I was going to say, I think perhaps this Hightown family won't be um, quite so receptive to all of us barging into their house and questioning them about their daughter. It might be an arena in which Bridget and Gigi would be of more help. You're calling for social graces? <laughs> uh, I suppose I am. Well, I can do that. Gigi isn't quite so good at it, um, but but she can help. As long as um, everyone agrees. And wasn't there that... There was another person who got killed. What about that elf? Uh, yes. He, um... He was Dalish, He's I think. Dead. <laughs> he is. He is dead, he yes. Ugh. <laughs> Perceptive. You're so in... clever, Chi-Chi. <laughs> he was in Darktown. I mean, he had somewhere he was living in the alienage, but without more questioning, we couldn't find out. I do wonder why he was in Darktown, though. It's not somewhere you go without a reason. This is true. I mean, perhaps we should ask around the alienage. Yes. Perhaps some of us should ask around the alienage. I am very welcome among the elves, as you can see. <laughs> well, we might as well use uh, our friend here for these kind of things, considering. It is obvious that she has some sort of um, clout with the elves. Oh, clout is definitely not something I'm worried about her missing. that <laughs> <laughs> it stays on topic that I would like to see. <laughs> To be fair, she has been doing all right so far. <laughs> Someone just ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> the two uh, individuals in the corner you notice are staring at you currently. 
Oh, I forgot <laughs> they were there. <laughs> you were slightly raising my voice when we were talking about the stage show. <laughs> I was just wondering how to name drop Liana. <laughs> They're currently looking at you, but not talking to you. <laughs> I'm gonna... Can I, I'm gonna put my drink down, I'm gonna stand up and just walk over to their table. <laughs> oh, you're learning from Morea. <laughs> from the best. <laughs> There's uh, no way to um, sugarcoat this. You were clearly listening, and we were talking rather loudly. I assume you figured out exactly what we were um, exactly what we were talking about. Um, the aftermath of your stage show. Or something to do with it, at least. It was nothing to do with me, and I don't know what you're talking about. I don't um, want. I don't think any of us assumed that it was anything <laughs> to you, but we really, really would like to find your colleague, Yora. Everyone seems to want to find her at the moment. Whether or not people actually want to use their common sense is another matter. Common sense? Oh, Mabel. She's off on some sort of wild goose chase trying to search for her. Believes that she snuck off into the underground sewer area. Oh. Everything comes back to the sewers in Kirkwall. Mm. Mm. Apparently so. Leora had a penchant for spending a lot of time down there. She used to sneak after it, and Mabel, bless her soul, used to sneak after her. That doesn't seem like um, a very normal place to spend time. Well, no, quite, which is why I never joined them. Not exactly what Mabel told you, either. Oh, Mabel has a checkered history with Leora. I wouldn't trust a word she says about the matter. From what she told us, she... Paid very little attention to the girl. <laughs> oh, okay, Mabel. Wonderful. Mabel was rather infatuated with Leora. Still oh. is. Will always be. Mabel lied to me about Leora. Is there a chance she could have lied about something else as well? Namely, the origin of that potion bottle prop that you were using. M Mabel doesn't quite understand the concept of truth and lies. Um, she, she's a performer. She will say whatever she wishes to, but she's not mean-hearted or mean-spirited. Protecting a bow, I've seen a lot of people do a lot worse for the same thing. Uh, let's get mm. this straight. Leora was not her bow. The apple of her eye. Yes. Perhaps if the feelings weren't reciprocated, that's doesn't change it. They definitely weren't reciprocated. <laughs> I mean, Mabel previously pronounced her love for Leora, and then she disappeared. Leora, not Mabel, you understand. Came back you after a while. Was... Um, well, a few weeks. Um, and then she disappeared again. She seemed fine with everything. A little bit weird. Valisling gone. I figured she'd gone on some sort of personal growth journey. Um, but then she up and left again. The evening of our greatest performance. And probably our last. 
did she say anything about how how her valacine disappeared? Look, I don't wish to tell you about your own culture, but people don't usually talk about their valacine. It's kind of a personal matter. It's not my own culture, but um, I think I appreciate the sentiment. Did Mabel act any differently towards Leora when she returned? Mabel is blinded when it comes to Leora. I think she'd probably act exactly the same for her, even if she were dead. Is there anything else you can remember that you thought was odd? Slightly unusual that happened in the last few days, weeks? Darling, you're talking to a travelling band of performers. You should be asking if something normal happened in the last hour for many weeks. But really... How long ago did you say... Oh, roughly, did she go away and come back with her Valiseline gone? Oh, um... A number of months. Five, perhaps. Oh, okay. I don't keep track of these matters. I see. Um, Durka, the the dwarven girl, is currently kind of sniggering to herself. (laughs) Uh, I'll salute him. Um, please roll empathy for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a three. He's, she's sniggering at him for kind of in a friendly way um clearly this sort of attitude is nothing new and she likes seeing him project it towards others and um at you for asking stupid questions to him ah actors (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for your help I'm very sorry to have bothered you Oh no, not at all. It was quite diverting. Durka and I are currently discussing the same thing over and over again, aren't we, Durka? She nods sheepishly. But go ahead. Descend into the madness of the sewers. Do whatever you wish. Clearly my opinion counts for naught around here. What is it that you're discussing over and over again? Um, He shoots a glance at Durka, who blushes quite deeply. Um... Matters of the heart. Uh, there's a, a certain somebody in here that Dirk is quite taken by. In this room? Well, that would be telling, wouldn't it? <laughs> but no, it's not one of you. Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> oh, good. I'm just going to go and sit back down again. <laughs> Dirk is kind of tittering with laughter away to herself. I just smile at Durka. She blushes. (laughs) You know, I know a lot of people. I know just where to put in a good word. She She is quite good at it. Looks a little confused. Oh, well, um, I mean... Wickham's been telling me that I should probably 
be confident, but uh, there's no harm in getting a bit of help, I suppose. She looks at Wickham, who kind of waves his hand about dismissively and looks away. Um, confidence is one of the best features, I would say. You know, um, you know Nora, who works here? Of course. I mean, she's just... She's really talented at her job, and she's beautiful, and she always has great conversation, but I know it's really inappropriate to like someone at work. I just, I don't know, I, I don't know how to approach her. Well, you're right, she certainly is uh, quite a lot at work, but you do have very fine taste. Thank you. <laughs> she turns- I would suggest maybe just- Asking for a word. Okay. Probably not the end of her shift. That's that's when she's probably about sick as she can get. Which word should I ask for? <laughs> <laughs> Just ask her for five minutes. Okay. That's a good plan. And like you said, confidence. Thank you. That's very <laughs> helpful. I'm sure. Just, uh, yeah, smile <laughs> walk back to the table. And I will keep an eye out for Nora when I go back to the bar. <laughs> um, you currently hear a few cheers coming from the front room. Quite what about, you're unsure. Um, but it seems to have gotten a little bit rowdier in there since you left. Uh, do you mind if I take a look at that book? No. I'm going to make a show of kind of wiping my hands on my clothes before I take it <laughs> um, and just start kind of quietly flicking through it I guess well not flicking through reading intently but <laughs> and probably slowly um, could you please roll law for me with a minus one. Oh, I rolled badly <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I got two yeah um, Lenara's never been a huge fan of book learning, and it's never come particularly easily to her. Um, you kind of struggle through a few of the longer passages, um, which seem to talk about a lot of magisterial customs, um, which, although you've seen from a kind of external viewpoint um you've never truly experienced yourself so you don't know the ins and outs of the rituals but there seems to be a lot of talk about waypoints correct drawing lines um numbers of power words of power it almost seems to be like an they're used as ingredients or components within spells um to channel or magnify um, and increase the power of whatever they're creating. It's okay. not something you're particularly familiar with um, as you kind of work more by intuition and this is the complete opposite of that. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say that while Lanara is reading I'll stick my head out the door and just check what's going on in the front room. So currently in the front room, uh, Gerald is on the table. Cohen is dancing alongside with him. Um, and there seemed to be a small contingency of city guard hanging around. <laughs> they look amused. They don't look hostile. 
Um, there seems to be quite the party going on in the front room. Well, someone's having fun. I'll, I'll shrug and close the door again. <laughs> <laughs> Out from the back room. Nope. Okay, standard. <laughs> what were you saying, Maria? I was just going to lean in and quietly say, um, anyone else also worried about Mabel possibly stumbling into a cult of blood mages? You aren't the only one thinking about that. I mean, things aren't looking good for Liara either, but we can't say what people are getting themselves into down there. We might want to be working a little bit faster. You know, I just had a thought. What if the Shades and that Rage Demon were simply a diversion? Suddenly, I mean, it would be a good diversion. Mm. Would Nobody would be looking for the dying if they were busy being... Exactly. Indeed. I mean, it certainly worked. I think we need to shift up our investigation to Darktown. Mm. What do you think is a... I mean... If we if we go and talk to that girl's family tomorrow morning and then go straight to the sewers afterward, that sounds like a good plan. Unless something else pops Did up. We still want to talk yeah. to Aveline? Oh well, I suppose we can if we're if we're in High Town already. Hmm. It still might be worth working out why the elf was in Dark Town. What time of day is it at this point? It's evening at this point. Um, it's the same day that you kind of set off on your explorations. Um, yeah. Just being led around. So is it kind of is it quite late at night? Kind of kind of past the time where we might be able to go talk to people in the alienage. It's probably about dinner time, um, so people would still be up technically. We could split up. I will not be appreciated in High Town, so we could go to the alienage whilst the rest interview the other family. That's a very good idea. Yeah. And then and then meet here I suppose afterwards and then head to the sewers this is good a place I need to meet you and I do think we should split up and cover more ground it does sound like time is of the essence if our suspicions are correct at least well maybe if I go with Bridget and Gigi up to Hightown well, you're certainly I'm more sorry, respectable. <laughs> I just think maybe if um, they're they're from Tavinta, they're less likely to pay attention to me. If I don't know, if they say something and Bridget and Gigi aren't in the room, and I'm there, they won't be as guarded. They still just think I'm listening. I'll be overlooked essentially, which could be an advantage in this situation. Only if you're comfortable taking a part like that. That's fine. If it's my choice, it's fine. Well, this is a bit awkward, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you haven't had any ale. <laughs> Maybe that might make it a bit less awkward. I would not call what they drink here ale. No, no. I've, I've never actually <laughs> tried ale. You really should. <laughs> Bridget kind of gingerly takes. At least if you have some of this, the bar will be set very low. <laughs> That's true. Gigi is not going near there. <laughs> Gigi is always good to try new things. I don't drink much normally, never mind whatever that is. I do worry about your hydration levels. You never get enough water. <laughs> 
I'll drink if I need to, Bridget. <laughs> you need to. I don't. <laughs> She's right, JJ. You need to. No, it's good for you. I'm sorry. I should about this. This I is peer should... pressure, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> she doesn't want to drink the swill. She doesn't have to. Oh. <laughs> okay. We have a plan. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Moria, did you say you were heading to get more more alcohol from the bar? Going to the go to the bar. <laughs> okay. Uh, please roll athletics. Exactly the same. Two. Okay. Um, you managed to kind of elbow your way through the crowd. Um, one. <laughs> oh, one. Okay. Um, <laughs> about halfway, you get a little bit stuck, um, and people start to slightly shove. At which point, Cohen grabs your hand and uh, and beckons you up onto the table. Easiest way to get through. <laughs> it is the clearest way. <laughs> Do I have a slightly better view of the room? You do, you have a wonderful view of the room, Or is it just what's happening on the table that everyone's gathering around? Yes, you're currently right in the middle of the the hubbub. Um, (laughs) Gerald is singing loudly. Um, (laughs) Something about an Antivan lass. Uh, (laughs) Cohen is kind of percussing along with him. Um, and stamping his feet on the table, um, which is kind of tipping Gerald off balance somewhat. Um, and the rest of the crowd is kind of clapping along and um, singing is not quite the word to describe it. <laughs> kind of murmuring or shouting, um, kind of at various levels. I'll just uh, swing Cohen round in the spin. To get to the other side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> he um, helps you on your way, kind of picking you up and flinging you off the table in a, in a beautiful <laughs> acrobatic moment. Uh, you trip slightly. <laughs> <laughs> you perhaps might expect the patron of the tavern that is currently being turned over um, to be a little disapproving of the situation. Um, but Cohen is, uh, Korf is slamming his hands on the bar um, in time with everybody else. Should've stayed up there longer. <laughs> oh, sorry, Maria, what can I do you for? <laughs> I'm not sure we're here for that much longer, but I'm definitely gonna need a shot. One of your liquors. <laughs> uh, okay. Pricey? Cheap? What am I saying? Cheap. Okay. (laughs) Uh, He pulls something very kind of um, deep red in colour down from one of the shelves and uh, gives you a single shot of it. Nothing else? I'm afraid I don't think we have time. Do I still see Martin at the bar? Uh, Yeah, he is singing. He's not singing the same (laughs) song. It's not anything about an Antivan lass. It's something about Ravain, and he winks at you whilst he's singing it. 
<laughs> I definitely made my way to him. <laughs> Maria! <laughs> Martin! Yep. You've definitely cheered up from this morning. Mmm. Won some cards. It was great. Excellent. Yeah, this is a guy called Shady Slim. He comes in all the time. I don't know how he gets in here. Corf always kicks him out, but I think that's a real shame, because the man is a whiz at cards, and he's great only person who can challenge me around here, and that's saying something. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason he's being thrown out the bar. Wow. It's the hanged <laughs> man. I can't deny you your fun. <laughs> well, yeah, what's the point otherwise? All you gotta say is, Watch your money when playing with a guy whose nickname is Shady. <laughs> yeah, but it's also slim, which means he doesn't <laughs> win enough money to buy that much food. Well, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> he's an avid painter, so maybe that's why he's called Shady. You know, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Anyway, I had something to ask you. What did I have to ask you? Um, yeah, business. Of course, I'm always listening. So, I, um, I've been doing some business. It's on the down low, so, like, keep it quiet. Um, you know me. <laughs> well, I've been getting some shipments in recently about, well, I'm going to level with you. They're explosives. Um... Which, if you know anything about Kirkwall at the moment, they've not been particularly hot on. Um, <laughs> bit, bit of a uh, a sanction on them recently after that whole Chantry incident. Um, yeah, I had heard. Yeah, but people still need explosives, don't they? Because, you know, lots of boats, lots of pirates gonna be a problem here. We can't just let people sail out of Kirkwall without any means of defending themselves. Really, we're doing a public service. So, I've got, I wouldn't say a warehouse, a storeroom, that's the word, a storeroom of some explosives, some fireworks, a little, little bit of a little bit of a situation going on, but the problem is, it's a bit too big of a job for me to do on my own. Handling it has been quite difficult, possibly because it's highly illegal. Um, yeah. I, but, you know, you're, you're tight, you know what's going on. Um, really, I think what it comes down to is we're not doing anything wrong, it's just some ruddy idiots ruining business for the rest of us, you know? Um, Can't make things difficult. Yeah, and it wasn't even explosives, it was like magical explosives, so I don't really know what people are talking about. Um, so I was wondering if you want in. Who are you dealing with? Just good Kirkwall citizens? Well, yeah. Mostly people in the docks. Um, haven't had that many sales yet because, like I say, bit of a big operation, kind of difficult. But I know people come to you if they want to get things done. Um, people come to me if they want things done for them. It's not quite the same thing. 
Was that the same thing? Did I say the same thing? You know what I mean. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you go to Morea if you want something that no one else can get you. This is true. You know, I can keep an ear open to see what people are looking for. Good plan. Ear open. Pass them on to you. I might need to know where the storeroom is. Um, I'll send you the details. Because I can't remember right I'll now. I'll catch up with you at some point in the next couple of so, days, definitely. Also, gotta ask you. That canary. Okay, it sounds like a... Yes. That canary that you're with. I know the one. Yeah, do you know if she's seeing anyone at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see her face, but it's amazing. <laughs> Don't go there. Well, I know that she has that guy friend, but like he's gone now, so like. <laughs> well, he is that. Just, you know. <laughs> she's just very tall, isn't she? She is that. He sips heavily on his drink. I pat him on his shoulder. Just, yeah. you know, keep an ear out. I. <laughs> I will pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes back to singing about Parvolen. <laughs> Martin has ambitious plans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has a huge gash across his neck where his throat has clearly been slit before. He's an ambitious man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, would you like to make your way back to the room at the back? Yeah. Please roll yeah. athletics. <laughs> I mean, I'm aiming for the table again. Okay. Please roll athletics. Yeah. Uh, let's say three. Um, have you drunk your drink or are you taking it with you? What, the shot? Yeah. I drank that. Okay, at cool. the bar. <laughs> Um, you jump up on the table. It's a three, okay. <laughs> but you're kind of drunk. Um, so you jump back on the table, um, and Cohen once again grabs you and spins you around, much like you did to him previously. And you end up face to face with Gerald, who is currently throwing a drink over his shoulder and uh, singing in a way that he's kind of spitting as well. Um, and as he turns to you, he, um, he jumps and, oh damn, he slips off the table, uh, falls on his back. Why did you say that? Laughing his head off, um, but leaving the way perfectly clear for you. I mean, if he's still singing, I'll give him a round of applause, but. <laughs> he's singing kind of weakly and laughing. Yeah, yeah, that, that deserves it. <laughs> I'll be standing in the doorway and just whooping and applauding. Uh, oh, okay. Um, as you're standing in the doorway, Allegra, um, oh, a, no. a young man in the crowd spots you um, and heads towards you. Oh. <laughs> Is it... Um... I thought I'd find you here. <laughs> I'll fancy seeing you here. I thought you'd be good. Yeah. Um, 
to you. Do you want a drink? I have one here. <laughs> he kind of clumsily shoves it into your hands. <laughs> I'll take it and take a sip. Thank you. That's mighty kind of you. <clears throat> Thanks. Um, uh, could you roll perception for me, please? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, that's a four. Uh, the the room has gone very slightly quieter as you see that there's a group of about six uh, city guards who are kind of elbowing each other and pointing towards <laughs> you. Oh my god. <laughs> I grin widely and put a hand on his shoulder. So, how's your night? Oh, <clears throat> good, thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, out with some of, some of the lads. Um, as you do. Yeah, have, having a good time. Um, drunk about like six beers at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> well done. That's impressive. Yeah, we've. It's been a really important day guarding people, doing my job, <clears throat> doing doing the work of a, a city guardsman. That's an important job. Um, certainly. Yeah. Well, this was good. Mm-hmm. This was good. Um, <laughs> are you here often? Well, as often as I can. Okay, cool. cool. Um, uh, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. He kind of blushes and 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 tips a finger to you and uh, and hurries off as uh, the rest of the city guard erupt into laughter. <laughs> <laughs> One of them high fives him lamely. <laughs> I I hide my giggling behind him, taking another sip of the drink. <laughs> Was that just outside the door to the room that we're in? Yeah. Who was that? Oh, it was the guard that we met earlier. You know the one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's an adorable little fellow. That's one way to describe him. <laughs> it's interesting. I was wondering if he could handle it, but I think he's too young. <laughs> <laughs> too inexperienced? Yeah, he's too wet around the ears. So <laughs> <laughs> he made an effort, though. He tried. I'll give him that. The thought that counts. Oh yes, definitely. Also, I got a free drink. I'm not gonna say <laughs> that. Moray, are you heading back? I stay for a quick dance on the table with Cohen, and then <laughs> help Gerald back up. Uh, <laughs> Gerald follows you back to the back room. <laughs> Your crowd are missing you, Gerald. Oh well, I've got I've got a room in the back. Um, I've gotta gotta do some. I think the bathroom's back here. <laughs> yeah, I think I could point you in that direction. Uh, if he's just sort of stumbling, point him and sort of nudge him. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, Quite forcefully. 
Um, Allegra, please roll um, athletics for me. That's, let's see, that's a three. Okay. Um, you are slightly taken off guard as you feel a kind of strong arm shove into your side and push you round the corner to a corridor just off the side of the rooms that lead to the kind of inn area at the back of the hanged man. Nobody else spots this going on as you're kind of pushed forcefully off to the side corridor and you come face to face with Gerald. Oh, hello? hello. He kind of stands up a little bit straighter. Sorry to do this. Um, This wouldn't normally be my way of talking to you, but um, time is of the essence. I'm listening. He uh, presents a dagger. Hilt towards you. Blade in his hand. I was given this. I'm not going to use it. I'm going to warn you. There's people out there who aren't happy right now. And you know who I'm talking about. He hands the dagger over to you. I'll take it gingerly and look it over. As you look it over, you see that there is a single word etched into it. The name Pacifica. I'll clutch it a little tighter. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now, you can either run, or you can return. you still got some time. But How far um, behind me are they? I was the first sent. Soon they'll send another. Not everyone agrees with the methods of the crows in this respect. But Know that there's definitely people out there who uh, would not be impressed by this situation. Well, I was afraid they would take this path, considering how I left, I suppose. The contract's nullified. You best do something about it. And he slips away from you. Bending back over, shouting at, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, bathroom's this way, um. Yeah, it's in there, that's fine. Great. Go on now. Thanks. <laughs> and he, uh, staggers down the hallway, singing loudly again. I tuck the dagger into my coat. Just hesitate for a moment before returning to the room. He was quite drunk. How much had he yeah. had? Yeah, Did I you? <laughs> Entertaining the masses, it's it's always a sight. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> Getting falling drunk on his ass. That's pretty <laughs> usual, I guess. No, more than once. <laughs> Atta boy. Um, it seems to have calmed down in the other room now since he left. Um, you get the feeling that Cohen probably was just doing it to egg him on. <laughs> I spotted you had a visitor, Allegra. Yeah. 
I must get- not think he had the balls to come back. I didn't either, so I have to give him that much. Unexpectedly yeah. brave little god. <laughs> Very. <laughs> As I said before, a little wet around the ears, though. I think he's a little bit too young for me. <laughs> Still, I'll take all the free drinks. Oh, definitely. That's something we can all live by. <laughs> yes. You love another's. <laughs> Ignoring that, I just sort of nudge the picture towards Gigi. Because it's funny. <laughs> uh, Bridget grabs it up and takes a sip. <laughs> yeah, Someone's yeah. got the taste. I don't know if we want to be on our way or not. What was the plan? I think the plan was to divide and conquer in the morning. Mm. In I the think. Morning. <laughs> well, we're not going to get any answers if we go question people. Well, maybe not in high town. <laughs> <laughs> not over dinner. I don't think that would be a good idea. No. Well, if we're staying, <laughs> <laughs> we can stay and just get this done in the morrow. I could certainly do with another drink after today. <laughs> I think it's decided then. Stay Even in. bearing in mind that I started this morning. <laughs> we all started this morning, darling. It's fine. Silver <laughs> so looks at you all mildly disapprovingly. <laughs> <laughs> but does she stay? She does stay. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to her. <laughs> She doesn't say anything, but she stays. <laughs> well, I'm either going alone or with someone to the bar. <laughs> I'll be. I'll come with you. Seems like you might need a hand or three. Cohen uh, is currently standing at the bar, talking to Martin, looking quite pleased with himself. I slap him on the back. Having a good time. Ow! Gosh! <laughs> Girl, you got oh. an arm on you. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> having a good time. Gerald knows what's up. He does, doesn't he? I've always they been... They like you, Cohen. They like you. I think, um, I was rather the backup dancer in this situation. <laughs> but that's how I prefer to be. <laughs> what are you having? I will recommend that really suspicious one on the top shelf. Delicious. Are we talking liquor? Yeah. I think that's the one I just tried. Certainly got a kick. No, no, I'm talking about the one that's like vaguely blue. Oh, I haven't even spotted that one. Yeah, I know. That's curious. <laughs> I, most people would never think to try it, but um, I had it one time. Absolutely delicious. Tastes kind of like raspberries. I'm sorry, I'm just enjoying the idea of Kirkwall Blue Raspberry flavoured drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah, that of class. some sort of drink for, like, <laughs> wicked. Wolf <laughs> yeah. is, uh, looking at him with an eyebrow raised. <laughs> Wait, how old is Cohen? He is a boy. <laughs> no, he's about... Mm, this again. <laughs> <laughs> Could you roll empathy for me? Yes. <laughs> At least Mariah is slightly older than Harry. <laughs> I think the alcohol is getting to me. <laughs> That's a zero. 
Um, you can't quite put your finger on his age. Um, he seems to have a kind of childlike mischievousness, uh, combined with a sort of older, wiser knowledge of the world and of how people work. I'm so drunk, I can't age this person. <laughs> He's certainly old enough for Korf to be serving him, but you're not yes. quite sure what that means. <laughs> <laughs> old enough to drink, it's fine. Go to a bar like that. <laughs> Let's just grab a few flagons or something and bring it back there. The other one seems thirsty. Alright. I guess you're not we'll gonna have- one from the other mystery tankard back there. <laughs> Barrel, even. Mm. Are you going for the mystery one? The blue one? <laughs> not the drink, the- <sighs> The beer barrels. <laughs> I'll never fucking learn what that shit tastes like. <laughs> if we're here for a long night. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, then we'll have two shots. Do it. Cough <laughs> <laughs> pulls down the bottle and corks it, gives it a kind of suspicious sniff and pours out a couple of um, shot glasses for you. Always great when your bartender looks at your drink with a suspicious sniff. <laughs> he pushes it over the counter. One company, one that one. I can't uh, resist a good mystery. Yeah, I clink glasses. <laughs> well. It kind of tastes like citrus and fire. Um, nice. <laughs> as if you've kind of been hit around the head with a like a lemon tree. Um, oh my god. <laughs> um, it's confusing there's a kind of weird cloying sweetness alongside whatever it is that knocks you sideways um, and Cohen is kind of regarding you with a strange look that's that's something that, that's definitely something so it's not raspberry then no oh, fine <laughs> Martin here you go and hands him over a coin. Clearly, Martin and Korf had a bit of a bet going on, and uh, okay. Martin won. <laughs> we try anything. <laughs> and that it tasted like crap. They stick with the tankard. They grab a couple of tankards themselves and uh, and start following you through the tavern. I think we're done talking business. <laughs> yeah, but I we, think so. We could talk pleasure. I mean, that sounded weird, didn't it? Um, <laughs> not at all. In the back, we can talk. <laughs> um, Martin sniggers slightly to himself. Um, well, it's more of a chuckle um, <laughs> and follows you through to the back room. Martin, I'm keeping my eye on you. Oh, I'd expect nothing less, Morea. <laughs> and if possible, make sure he's not at mere silver. <laughs> <laughs> Martin sits down, puts his feet up on the table, um, dangerously close to where Gigi's books and maps are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to gently shove them off the table. <laughs> Careful there, you have ni we have nice visitors here. You gotta be nice to them. I'll help Gigi kind of like gently stack the things up at the other end of the table. He uh, turns to Gigi. 
Oh, wow. Well, we have some fine company tonight. What's a place like you doing in a girl like this? <laughs> I mean, <sighs> those are some fancy books. Can you even read? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> of Put course. me in my place. No, I cannot read. You got me. <laughs> Maybe you could teach me sometime. No private reading lessons. <laughs> oh, no. You could feel free to chaperone us. <laughs> With you involved, I would. <laughs> Okay, Nora's just kind of staring at this interaction. From the <laughs> Even Silver <laughs> looks awkward. <laughs> Cohen is laughing his ass. Right <laughs> oh my god. I'm signing is... off. <laughs> I'm snickering into my drink. <laughs> Silver's eyeing up the drinks. <laughs> I will recommend this one. And he pushes it towards you. <laughs> it's good. And what's that? It's, I think And it, what is that one? It's, it's an ale. They say that it's like real. <laughs> Don't know what that means. Guess it means the others are fake. <laughs> <laughs> Unsure. Apparently it's good. It's named after Sundermount. Um, she takes the glass and sniffs at it, but doesn't drink. See yourself. <laughs> if you're not having that, I'll have it. She hands it over. <laughs> Martin winks sloppily. It's more like a blink at this point. <laughs> but the intention was there. Uh, Bridget kind of. Shimmies up to Gigi and clutches at her petticoats. <laughs> Are you alright? Oh, yes, I just, you know, company. Yes. I don't really feel like we fit in here. That's the beauty of a place like this, everyone fits in. Mm. Well, as long as we're together, I, I Gigi. I don't agree. So. <laughs> Um, I was wanting to talk to you about something, actually, and I don't know whether we're going to have any time uh, to talk privately. I just, um, I was, I was wondering, um, I know that we're not in Valerio at the moment, and, um, and it, I'm not going to be going back to the university, as you know, um, but, well, I know that the, the big, Ball at the Winter Palace is coming up in a few weeks' time, and um, I, I was wondering if you were going to be going. It depends if I'm still here and what's happening. I mean, if if you'd like to go, then I mean, I'd I'd like to go with you. I mean, we've never been to any of these balls apart, um, so it will it will feel really weird. It would feel weird. I guess I... I guess I'm inviting you, Gigi. Oh, well Yes then 
she smiles brightly and just kind of re- returns to plucking at her skirts. <laughs> oh, well, I suppose my family will be pleased to know that I'm going as well. She's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> She's just sort of like, oh, okay, um, but I don't know what to do now. I will... Just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> I like this tavern. It's a nice place. It has a good atmosphere. Okay. And she takes another big gulp of, of ale. <laughs> Does it seem to be affecting her at all? Could you roll <laughs> empathy, please? Can I do the same? Because yeah. I would be, lo- I would be looking <laughs> for it. <laughs> Uh, two. Two here as well. Um, she hasn't had that much, um, but she certainly seems slightly more open than usual. She's usually (laughs) quite buttoned up, um, and she just seems a bit more relaxed. She's slightly slumped. She's just less vertical. off by a couple of degrees and is smiling <laughs> slightly placidly <laughs> Martin is currently humming to himself and making slightly <laughs> awkward eye contact with everybody around the table um, and uh, as long as equal then I can put up with it Cohen turns to you guys so um, I hear you guys have turned into detectives Working with the police. Am I supposed to be uh, worrying about this? Where did you hear it from? I have ears to the ground. I know what's going on. Plus, you guys are pretty obvious. You walk around asking a lot of questions. (laughs) After coming out of the Viscount's Keep. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I guess. Mm. You don't have anything to worry about unless you are a murderous blood mage. Uh, last time I checked, no. Um, no, you're good. We're not going to have any problems. <laughs> oh, great. Because I'd hate to ruin this, like, simpatico relationship that we've started to develop. Uh, we would too. I would say working with the guards is definitely a strong term. So, um, you found out anything about that shifty elf? Now, which one? Not this one. She's not particularly <laughs> shifty. Um, oh, I'm glad to hear you say that. <laughs> no, uh, the the one that was killed. He's been hanging around for a bit, and I know shifty. And boy, that guy was shifty. Oh, shifty how? Oh, you know. We get a lot of Dalish that kind of like waltz into the alienage, turn everything upside down, invite a load of trouble, and then wander off and either get themselves killed or, you know, become heroes. We've learned to be a bit... Well, my sister still thinks, you know, think the best in everybody. But the rest of us learning to be a bit uh, reticent about the Dalish. What exactly did he do? Uh, he was a big follower of that Dirthamon guy. One of those 
Dalish gods. Had a big thing about like researching all about him and um, used to skulk around a lot at night. Uh, said there was some sort of presence. Don't really know what he was doing. I think people with Dirthman like to have like lots of knowledge. So he's probably just learning stuff and that in itself suspicious. But yeah, bit of a weird To be honest, one. you're the first person we've actually spoken to who seemed to know anything about him. Have you spoken Since... to that many elves? Because i got to tell you, most people don't. We haven't yet been to the alienage, but we were asking around Darktown where he was, and no one seemed particularly shocked or to know who he was. Morea. Morea. When you're talking about elves, unless it's an elf, no one really cares. <laughs> elf gets murdered. Pretty much just happens. Yeah. Lenara is kind of nodding along with what Cohen is saying. She, she gets me. She's an elf, so she cares. No one else does. Well, that's <laughs> why we thought we were going as the around the alienage. But if what you say is what a lot of people believe, then maybe they won't care either. I mean, it's probably good to talk around the alienage because if I'm being honest, I don't know that much. I don't spend that much time there. Now, the person you want to talk to is Aaron, because I swear to the gods, to the maker, to whoever the hell you believe in, that, um, well, I think he probably has, like, files on all of us. That man knows everything that's going on. Bit of a conspiracy theorist. Not gonna lie, I think he thought that this guy was trying to like convert us all to be like Dirthamon followers. Um, but you know, he knows what's going on. Where do we find him? Sticking his nose into somebody's business. Sorry, that was rude. Um, <laughs> Sounds but, like it was but, true though. Yeah, where well, you'll find most conspiracy theorists. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, in the alienage. <laughs> Bit soon. <laughs> it's definitely helpful to know. Well, uh, like I said, that's almost the first we've heard of him, so... Thank you for telling us. It'll be incredibly helpful. Oh. That's now we know where to start. Quite alright. <laughs> Not often that people call me helpful. You seem plenty helpful. Thank you very much. You seem helpful yourself. Why, thank you. He grabs another drink. <laughs> I raise mine and offer a toast. <laughs> so, it seems like the current plan for the morning is to split into your groups. Mm -hmm. and head up to talk to Camilla's family and to head to the alienage before going to Aveline? Yes. Yes. I suppose, like, the group that's in Hightown can go talk to Aveline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we can meet and head into the sewers. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, a toast to a Yay, sewers. <laughs> And uh, with a huge amount of alcohol supplied by Corf, um, it turns out that Cohen actually has a free tab um, at the Hanged Man. Um, quite 
why you don't know. Um, I just felt like he was going to be my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the drinks keep coming. And uh, people keep clapping him on the back and thanking you. Um, And uh, as the night wears on, you all get extremely drunk. Including Bridget. Probably not including Gigi. No. (laughs) And... You know I like Bridget like this. (laughs) I like you too, Maria. I've always said this. I mean, I didn't always say this. I didn't like you when we first met, if I'm being terribly honest. But I like you now. The feeling is halfway mutual. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... But I give her a hug as I say it. <laughs> <laughs> On the shoulder. Aww. With that, you um, probably all end up half passed out in the little house in Lowtown. <laughs> and not at all ready for a day of investigation tomorrow. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The second night in the road since the campaign started two days ago. Tonight <laughs> I got very drunk. <laughs> We're setting the tone we here. We keep having sleepovers. How? <laughs> yes. yes. Really happy. I mean, you're not going to send Bridget and Gigi giggling back to. No. <laughs> no. Wait, does Silver stay over too? Silver's going to stay outside the front door. Oh. <laughs> oh. Outside, it's fine. I feel like you guys bonded a little bit in this. In I this feel like session. she would have been conned into at least a few drinks. <laughs> Not necessarily drunk, but left out of the invite, though. I would imagine it takes her more alcohol, kind of proportionally, to get yes. drunk. <laughs> Whereas Bridget literally had one drink and was. <laughs> Well, there we go. You heard the plan, but you'll have to wait until next episode to delve beneath the streets of Kirkwall with us. Gather your wits, and we'll see you next time.